0: Hello, mamas. I hope you're having the most amazing day I'm so honored and blessed to be here with you and today I have a special guest I love having special guests I don't have them honestly that much in all honesty because it's more work you have to coordinate and schedule and it just you know it, it's so worth it but in this season I'm like just trying to keep everything as simple and quick as possible. So if you ever wonder, like, why doesn't she have more guests? That is the reason. And that is the only reason. So it's not because I want to make you listen to my voice all the time. So hopefully in the future, as um, well, you know, there's, it's always like that saying of, oh, in the next season, things will settle down. Oh, in the next season, right? And that next season doesn't usually come. But hopefully I can be more intentional to have some more guests on here, because I know it blesses you and you get lots of downloads on those episodes and um, I love it too just having more wisdom come in like uh, the, you know everyone has something to add to this conversation we're having and so today I'm really excited because my good friend Kiki Joe Aslone is on again today she came um, I don't know a month or two ago and talked on discipline in the book shepherding a child's heart if you missed it that is such a good couple episodes I just really love everything Kiki has to say, in all honesty, about everything. So it's just anytime I have her, I'm like, yes, 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 that's great. All of those things are great. Uh, and today, it was no exception. She's going to talk to us about marriage. Um, I think marriage is such a crucial topic for most of us that are listening, have husbands. And this is so central to how we can live healthy lives. Kiki, if you um, haven't heard in the last episode, she helps lead the women's ministry. Um, It's called Heartline Moms, and it's at Crossline Church in Orange County. So if you live locally, highly recommend going. It's kind of like mops, but they really just like do it up and make it even more awesome mops is great too i'm not trying to downplay that but um just the what she runs is really truly incredible and so it is such an honor to have her here um she's also going to be my future neighbor but we we actually just met randomly um, in front of Target one day, so it was totally like a Holy Spirit encounter, which means everything that she has to share is something God needed you to know because He, he ordained this relationship, and uh, yeah, so He's showing up today. I'm so excited for you to listen, and um, it's going to be across a couple episodes because neither of us are short on words, so get excited for this conversation. Um, I know I'm excited for it, so let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for, I promise you that I would bring Kiki Joe back and we did it. I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of her. We made it happen. She's back. I know you're excited. And today she had a really great idea. She's going to dive into marriage. So if you heard a while back, I had a couple episodes on um, the nine tips for marriage. I don't even know what it was called. I don't have it in front of me, sorry. But it was she, episode
1: 120 and
0: 121. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was impressive. Can you just come here all the time? Can we just co-lead this? That would actually be really awesome. We should. That's a real conversation we should have to have. Um, but, anyways, that was really great. Uh, th- those are the episodes. So <laughs> she wanted to share her experience. Um, with uh, the nine things that I went through and to share what it's been like for her marriage and and her tips and her um, perspective on it all. And I got really excited about that, especially because marriage, you know, I'm a newbie to it still. We're only six years in and I, the more perspective we can bring in for all of you, the better. So I'm so excited to have her back. Yay. Um,
1: yay! I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for even having me. I just love you and your content and your vision and your heart and your relationship with our maker. Just being a part of this is I'm in the right place. I just love it. I love it. So I know your episodes by number cause I'm like your number one fan. So <laughs> there's that, um, <laughs> but no, guys, this topic's rough. This is heavy, you know, like your lifelong partner for the rest of your life that you might, if, if God gives you the will and the way procreate with, and then (laughs) create life with, it's just, it's insane. It's heavy. It's so heavy. But I was actually just reminded today that things that are not easy in life, the beauty of that is the reliance that it Forces you to have to just depend on the creator of it all. You know, it's like, oh, marriage is easy. It's a cakewalk. I get him, he gets me. Hashtag perfect. Where's the opportunity to go to your knees of like, God, change me, reveal to me, show me? Like, there's no opportunity for that because it's just good and grand my marriage is not. (laughs) And so we work hard for it to be. Um, And it's, as you said, in your podcast, it's always growing and you love the season it's in now because it's so different from when you started. And I relate to that so, so much. Uh, So, so much. We are so similar in so many ways. But the reason why I thought this topic was so good to hit on further is just for your viewers to even hear other examples of these tips because we're all so different right and we all take things differently um but I so my husband I've been married for eight years so we're still newbies oh my goodness are we newbies my therapist listening would probably be like is this girl credible for this topic (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I love this subject because I love love I love to grow I love to learn I love it too much where I'm like, you where husband, let's sit down and hold hands and just have the longest, deepest conversation. And he's like, girl, schedule it with me too much, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I get it. I get it. But okay. So the first one you started with Brittany was prayer and I just, there's no better one to start with. Um, Prayer is nothing but a blessing. So why don't we do it more, right? That's all God's plan is, is for to bless us and to draw closer and nearer to him and to just talk to him like he's our friend, like he's our father. And so why aren't we prioritizing prayer in our marriage? And I'm the first one to raise my hand that it would consume my mind. And similar to you in your past, if my marriage wasn't good, if my husband and I were off, I was off and it affected me deeply. And that's where my husband, I just talked about this last night in preparation for today. He's like that there's something wrong. If your soul happiness is dedicated Mm -hmm. by one earthly person, like there, there's so much more to who you are, you know? Um, And I just, I was confronted early on in my life where my marriage and who he was consumed me. Mm -hmm. And the little amount of time I spent praying for him or praying over us or praying over myself in this role of marriage. Right. Um, But I have a funny story, actually, just very recently, we just celebrated eight years together and on our anniversary, we just of course had our anniversary lovemaking session (laughs) and we're laying in bed (laughs) and we're just like, he's trying to talk to me and connect with me, which is great. But I'm on my phone and I'm literally Brittany on my phone trying to get to Instagram to just document that I've checked the box. Here's a story about my husband. I love him. Happy anniversary. Mm. I don't even know why I felt the pressure, the need Mm. to go show whoever on Instagram that I just was married for eight years. But it's the (laughs) end of the day. I'm tired, falling asleep, reaching for my phone. He's talking to me, rubbing my shoulder, and he's like, what are you doing right now? And I was just like, I'm trying to document this day. And he was like, whoa, like I'm right here. Your anniversary is here. And I put my phone down and was like, can I pray for us? And he was like, yeah. And I just got to say a blessing over our marriage, where we started, where we are today, where I envision us to go, my feelings for him, how I've grown, where I want to be, how I'm changing. It was such a long emotional prayer that honestly wouldn't have happened if he didn't call me out for not being like present in the moment. That's
0: so so great. I love that story so much. Yeah. And it's, it is so easy, like to get caught up in just the day-to-day stuff, whether it's social media or whatever. And like yes. it's this crucial piece of prayer, whether it's for marriages or anything else, but we're talking about marriage right now. And it's just such a good like reminder. I love that he called you out and was like, Hey, uh, hello. <laughs> and yeah. I created this beautiful opening of like actually being super intentional. You were already being that way, but continuing that super intentionality. Um, and I just love that so much. And I'm with you so much in that, like, I love what you said in the beginning about how, um, you know, the hard things in our life actually are often the biggest blessings because they draw us closer to God. And I've experienced that in my marriage. It's not been easy, but I actually think that's one of the reasons God, you know, had my husband me is to like, just all of these things inside of me. And one of those things is to be reminded, I have to pray. And it's like those days that are so hard or seasons that are so hard that like you're talking about makes you fall on your knees and like, God wants me to be in that state because that's how I like am most close to him. That's how um, I'm reminded that I need him. I can't do this on my own. And so um, I think the marriage has, has helped my prayer life because it's been this necessity that I couldn't just toss to the side. So yeah, I I love what you're saying. Mm, mm, Anything else on, on prayer or, um,
1: I mean, I could go forever on there, but <laughs> no, yeah, those no
0: are just... the problem <laughs> Kiki has so many, so many good things and I could listen to you all day, but we're in a severe time crunch today, ladies. So, um, we're, yeah. So, okay. Should we move on?
1: Yeah. Let's
0: move okay. it. Okay. That's hard. I'm sure I want, yeah, there's other <laughs> things that we were going to say. I don't want to miss out. Okay. No. Okay. Um, marriage above kids. So tell us about that. Um, talking about prioritizing our marriage above our kids.
1: I love that you pointed that out on that podcast. Um, I just think that that's such an obvious one and such a non-obvious one. I feel followers of Christ, um, even newer followers of Christ kind of understand that on paper, like, Oh, okay. There's kind of like a hierarchy in a way, like a totem pole, if you will, like God first. Okay. Got it. Okay. And then, Okay. And then it's my husband got it. Okay. And then it's my kids. But when we look at our day-to-day life, we look at our time, effort, energy, money, where it goes. Oh my gosh. It doesn't reflect that for even people who are super intentional. Um, and I think marriage above kids, people immediately think of time, which we'll get to in a second on this podcast, but I think there's so many other areas where you could demonstrate Marriage above kids. That's great. Um, One of those, I don't know where I learned this. I want to give this person the credit they deserve, but early, early on in motherhood, I learned to not call my husband dad. And I think we kind of all do that. And I started doing that where I'm in my bedroom curling my hair and I want him to grab me a kombucha, right? And I'll yell, Dad, Dad, will you grab me one? You know, whatever the example is. Because he's dad of the household. He's our man. He's our guy. Um, but what I've done, uh, and was like course corrected on was to really remain calling him husband. Like I used to, or his name, John. Um, and especially in front of the kids. So like, for example, if I'm talking to my husband and the kids, as all kids do start to interrupt, it's not Kingston. Hold on. I'm talking to your dad. It's Kingston. Hold on. I'm talking to my husband.
0: That's so cool. I love my that.
1: husband. Yeah, it's like my time with him and you're just showing that hierarchy in a way. Like this oh. isn't just your dad, my dad. This isn't my dad. He's my husband and that is that's a big level. That's a big jump. Um so that's kind of just one example where I think you can put marriage above kids. That's not just about time, but so- also yeah, yeah. But also even like physically, like when you come into the door, it's like, who do you greet first? Yes, your kids could run to you, but I make a rough effort to like run to him. You know, it's like family hug. Let's get together. It's, it's your kids witnessing that unity, that team, Mm -hmm. and that we're not both here to live and serve you. It's your world kids. And we're just in it. It's quite the opposite. Right. it's it's our world we're the ones who created you and you're in it uh which is why I'm a big believer of like a non-child led home but that's like a whole nother topic (laughs) but I just feel the more you can actually exude the hierarchy to your children the better
0: Uh, so good I love these examples because they're so practical because like I you know I talk about it you know, I mention it a lot Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think of it as like, okay, you know, we hire a babysitter to make sure we get date night and, you know, those kind of things. And we prioritize time together, but I love those like little ways that we can do this because, you know, time is like, I think you're going to talk about it in a minute, but it's, -hmm. it's just, with the demands of kids, it's not always practical to like spend more time with our husbands. And so it's such like a good way, not only to communicate to yourself, to your husband, but also to your kids, like you're saying, what, what is important. And then they're going to take that to their marriages Mm. and know like, Hey, I have to prioritize my spouse above my kids. And like, that is one of the best things we can teach them. So these are, these are so great Kiki.
1: Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I, again, I could go on, but we can move on to the next two.
0: Okay, okay, great. <laughs> I know it's so hard. It it's is hard. hard. Okay. Um, these are great though. Okay. So next one, um, working, wait, we have a different order. Nope. Same one. Okay. Working on yourself. Um, tell us about that. Trying to focus on your own self growth versus like pointing out the flaws in your spouse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, this, this one's an interesting one, right? Because And this might be a podcast for you that I will absolutely listen to and plug in. So maybe uh, write this one down. But I'm so curious, unless you have comments now, when we talk about that totem pole, that hierarchy, if you will, we have God, our husbands, our children, but where do we fall on that?
0: I love that question. I have thought so much about it. Okay. Let me tell you my thoughts. Yes. I would love that. And you get, we can go back and forth. I want to hear your thoughts. So I think it. Um, and I don't know if this fully works, but I've come to think it's like in, so God is first. Yep. And I think with that is ourselves because like he calls us to steward our lives and our bodies as his temple, and so if we are to do that and to fully honor him, we yes. would therefore, you know, make it a priority to sleep, to exercise, to eat well, to you yes. know, to all these things take care of ourselves. Yes. Now, when you get down to the practicals, I haven't fully worked that out in terms of like, okay, what if your husband, you know, needs something and you know, you haven't gotten that sleep? You know, I, I don't know. So, uh, wh- yeah. what are your thoughts?
1: No, that's it's a hard one, it's a total yeah. hard one. I, I I'm definitely leaning in your direction. And I know this sounds so anti-culture or what you would think, but I do believe, and this is, I've been in therapy for this alone and I still don't have the answer. I do believe that we do come first um, after our maker. And that just goes to show we can't lead from an empty cup, right? right? And I'm one that would put myself below my kids And it just doesn't work that way. Trust me, it doesn't work that way. But as you know, there is so much mom guilt out there, no matter where you put yourself on that totem pole. And if you put yourself above your husband on that totem pole, it doesn't even sound right to say out loud. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it takes some confidence and it takes some real defining to be able to say that Confidently, you know,
0: and because, yeah, because it yeah. is interesting too. Because there's also the side of like, you know, we are to submit to our spouse, they're to lay down their life for us, so then it's yes. like. In a way, marriage is all about putting the other person first. Yes. Not, you know, but there it has to be boundaries there because there that could become an abusive relationship, right? Like, yeah. You know, we could become resentful and bitter because we're not at all acknowledging our own needs that need to be met. So I don't know. It gets the, this is this is great. I, I love everything you said though.
1: This is a panel topic for sure. <laughs> right, because <laughs> it can go so many ways. Yeah. And um I just feel that when we do have it defined and we are rooted in that definition, it can remove the guilt. If you know, and you, I'm very kind of time management anal, if you look at at my calendar, you can even see an hourly breakdown of where I spend my time. And so if I am getting my nails done, if I am meditating, if I am going to the gym and I'm doing things for me, there's no guilt. The guilt is removed. I don't have time for guilt and I'm too organized to have guilt because I know my hierarchy. I know the orders of priority. And I know that when I'm pouring into myself for that 30 minute meditation, I'm pouring into the other people in my life in the appropriate order. And so I think just being organized and diligent of where you stand can help affect your mental state so, so much. Um, But that is a heavy topic that we can, we can continue, but The way I work on myself is I have a schedule. So I get rid of the guilt. I'm very organized with it. My husband and I agree to it. He knows for me to be the best Kiki that I have these times for myself um, with no judgment on what they are. And we build our schedule around that, vice versa. Um, And when it comes to submitting to my husband, that's something that's always been almost easy to me because of the man I'm married to. Okay. because I don't doubt his best interests for me. Um, if that, if his intention or his prioritization of me was in doubt, it would it would be a struggle. It would be a huge struggle for me to be like, and you want me to submit to you? Like, it's so yeah. much easier when I know
0: I'm taken care of in the end um, and I'm thought of. And that's, but, I mean, I, I think you're a, like, that's amazing because I think and this is definitely a whole other podcast episode because talk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking about heavy topic. Yeah. Uh, I think what what's happening in your marriage is that you are, you have a biblical mindset in that and you have like absorbed that scripture as truth. Now I remember when I first started my marriage, I still had a lot of like worldly, you know, ideas in my mind that I wasn't really aware of. And so I remember feeling like anytime, you know, my independence or my, um, voice or any, anything, anything that might even threaten that a little bit and not even like, not even to the point where I'm not valued because my husband also is a great guy and he cares yeah. about me, you know? So it wasn't even about that, but it's like, you, if, if you're looking for, okay, I have to be fully independent. I have to be fully, um, you know, my own, my own thoughts, it, it, it can seep into, how you approach your marriage. And so even if you have a trusting guy, it -hmm. can be so easy just to see it through the world's mindset of like, Oh, he's threatening. I shouldn't submit because that's threatening my independence That's threatening my womanhood, you know, all that. And so all again, that's a whole off topic thing, but um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, that's a hard one, but I love that you've been able to just like stand in that. And I think I, I still struggle more than you do because sometimes I just really like my opinion. So, I mean, you gotta give yourself some more credit for being good. It's not easy.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, every day is a different day. Let's just say that, (laughs) but no, the consistency of like getting to the state where you can be a little bit more emotionally stable with accepting that and it working for your marriage and you just having an understanding to it. But I I do want to touch on that. The number one way I work on myself and I hope I hope this is for everyone listening, or I hope that in their own walk with their father, that it gets to this because biblically, we know this is what he wants. It's just my time with him yeah. and the days where I don't prioritize for you, it's a non-negotiable you're on your couch with your Bible, with your heart, your presence, your word, that's your thing. I know. And I feel when those days are missed, yeah. um, And what that looks like for me, I actually just recently shared this just today um, at the mom's ministry group that I help lead at my church. I just shared that for me, again, being intentional and organized and scheduled um, and the type of person I am and knowing myself so well, that time is also in the morning. And that's the only time that really makes sense for me. And even if my schedule didn't allow it, I'd get up at four in the clock in the morning if I had to, because that's how I operate to like my best level. Yeah. And I have my Bible laid out the night before mm. and I have it in the same place. And I keep all the lights in my house, very, very, very dark, except in that one room, because I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see this pillow that could be fluffed or the throw blanket falling on the floor or a toy that didn't get put away. I want none of that distraction. I have learned from John Mark Comer, a pastor in Portland to not even touch technology, look at a screen, nothing. It's just that's the farthest thing from my mind. And the night before I go to bed, though, what I learned from the women's director at our church, Gigi, is to pull out my chair. And so when I go up the stairs to bed and my alarm goes off in the morning and I could debate on snoozing, I remember that that chair is pulled out and it wasn't for me. Mm. That chair was pulled out for my father.
0: Okay. I got chills. That was good. (laughs) So good.
1: (laughs) This is what works for her. And I stole it, but he's, he's waiting for me. Yeah. And so, am I gonna not meet him? Because we know he's always waiting for us. Yep. So I just, when that chair's pulled out, and I've gone through the effort of laying the Bible out, I have my highlighters, my pen. I'm ready. I've set myself up for success. Uh, there's no excuse to not make my way downstairs. Um, obviously, every season has some grace. Sure. Um, but the last item I was gonna hit on with working on yourself is that I feel this item again, could be its own podcast, because I also think it's the number one item that doesn't get the attention it deserves for us mamas. And I've heard time and time again, from therapists, from pastors, from really relevant biblical based, like Instagram stories, even that if there's one tip, not nine tips, like one tip, it's focus on you and not on him. Yeah. And your attitude towards yourself and your own growth and your own journey that alone could solve most of your married problems.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I discovered that years ago when I like was in a mindset fully and I, I want to talk a lot about this a lot. Cause I probably shared a lot about it, but I thought it was all him. He was the whole problem. And I read the book. Um, Oh man, loving him well. Thank you. I'm like I know Kiki got my back because I bought it. Because I bought it. (laughs) And the basically the whole book. Well, I don't want to give it away because then you're not going to want to read it, uh, ladies. But (laughs) essentially, it just helped me know that it was not actually about him. And there's so Mm -hmm. much I can do to change our marriage just by changing myself. So I yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, and amen to that. Yes. All right, mamas, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I know I felt my sword getting sharpened in that conversation. Iron sharpens iron, and I was definitely sharpened, so I hope you were too. Uh, Let me just pray for you as we go. God, I just thank you for relationships. God, I thank you that you created us to need each other, Lord, and in that process of uh, knowing each other and having conversations and trying to figure this all out, God, you just make us better and make us more like you, God, and I just thank you for your design of marriage, Lord. And I thank you that you have a plan for it, God. And so as hard as it is, God, you created it and you created it for our thriving lord and so i just pray over everyone that's listening god i just pray blessing over their marriage god i pray you would give them wisdom with how to navigate it god um and i just i just thank you for what you're doing god i thank you that there is always hope no matter how hopeless someone might feel about their marriage right now god with you there is always hope and so we just praise your name for that god you are so good and we love you in jesus name we pray amen